It's Coffee Quad Time! now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Riekerd, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips, demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good Coffee Club Wednesday morning to you. Hope you're doing well this, I don't even know what the date is, June 25th. 23rd, if I'm not mistaken. 23rd, oh. I have no idea, Jeff, what I'm doing. Um... Anyway, the 23rd, you're not mistaken, I am. But anyway, we're doing well. i am um, been busy doing a lot of uh, little computer work this week, and Jenny's been proofreading and printing and doing all kinds of things for a big project, and so we've both been kind of, um, kind of busy this week, and... I'm going to throw something out to you guys for you to think about on the panel or out in the audience. Our cleaning people, which have been revamped or whatever, came to us yesterday and said, we're going to raise your rate by $40 each time we come. Would that be too much for you or are Jenny and I just out of pace? And by the way, we also provide them 
dinner every time they clean. So um, maybe I'm out of touch. Could be. All right, let's turn it over to Jennifer. I don't know where you're at this morning. I'm in the living room. I don't want to spend any more time in the office than I have to today because I'm going to spend enough time there for the rest of the week. But I'm, I'm here in the living room, and I'm... I was so hungry last night. I never realized this before, but I think when you really concentrate and you use your, it's not like you don't use your brain every day, but when you really concentrate and get so singly focused, it must take a lot more of your energy or something because I was starving last night. I know. We should have just opened the refrigerator door and let you clean up all the leftovers (laughs) and everything you could find. Cause I think no, you, I didn't want to eat that much that late at night, but I was so hungry, I didn't want to go to bed that well, way. Well, let's see, we went from cheese to popcorn to, what was the other <laughs> thing you ate? And, and, a some, brownie. and a brownie. And what project are you working on, Jennifer? That's, that's keeping you so busy. Uh, it's documents for someone who bought a condo in a that's part of a homeowners association. A group out of Houston. And oh my God! You, what, you know, you know what that's like reading that stuff, Jenny. Well, not I only that, uh, but yeah. And Jenny will tell you, and we've learned from experience here and in Florida. Try to avoid HOAs. I know they probably have their good purpose and something, but they got more rules than the way you hold your toilet paper holder, I swear. Oh, my gosh. And the thing is, is, I mean, they have their covenants, and they have their bylaws, and they repeat the same the same things in different sections in different ways, and it's all this bumbo-jumbo legally stuff, and it's like, you know what? Nobody's really going to read. Even if you read it, I'm not sure that you'd really know what you, what you read in some of this stuff. Well, I'm a ham radio operator, Jennifer, and if I had to move into a house and I, it was an HOA, I would never make it because uh, I want to put antennas on the roof and I want to put a dish out. Or maybe I'd want to put a satellite dish up, but maybe I wouldn't do that anymore. And I know that, that, that everything that I would want to do would break the rules of every HOA that I know of. So. And all the pets you'd have, Jeff, and all that oh, I don't stuff. know about that. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't well, that. I mean, this one, they go so far as to tell you, if you have an enclosed porch, you can only have... No more than two speakers on it, and the volume can never be loud enough that it could be audible outside the confines of your area. That's nuts. Well, that is nuts. The, the problem is, and I had a problem with a neighbor who was complaining about the person below me, and, and my manager said, well, he says your, your thing is too loud. I said, well, you know what? How does he know it's too loud? First of all, I, I said, you need to get a, a, de- a meter that measures the decibels of the music I'm playing. Because under the city laws of Albany and under your lease, there, there are no, lo- no noise ordinance uh, issues. Everything is between 8 o'clock in the morning and 10 o'clock at night. And if he doesn't like the fact that my noise is a little louder in the daytime, then let him move. That, and that's exactly what I said. What I said, let him move. I'm not breaking my lease and I'm not breaking the, the zoning ordinances and the noise ordinances for the town of Colony where I live. Well, who moved? Him or you? He hasn't moved, but he's upset because if I even if I walk in on the on the floor in my in my living room, he bangs on his ceiling because it's always too noisy for him. And 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 I told him, you know, maybe you should move to a house where you don't have to worry about that because you're going to hear it no matter what you do. Go, go oh, ahead, Chris. You're probably walking too loud. He's oh yeah, that's right. I'm walking. I'm walking too loud. You're right, Chris. Move <laughs> upstairs. 
That's why I never want to be on the bottom floor of an apartment. I'm on the fourth you floor. Can't I hear the people. Well, the reason I don't want to be on the sixth floor is because it gets very, very hot up on the high on on the up floor of my building, and it's also you know even though it's well insulated, it's always colder in the wintertime. So I don't want to really want to live on. Uh, I like to have the floors between me. So well, we'll get back to you in just a second. Okay, Jeff. we're going to go to Michael Off. We'll stay in Indiana. And- Hello, radio. There you go, Mike. Okay. Well, yes, um, big thing today, I'm going to a sleep lab tonight. I'm going to do a spend the night, and they're going to record my sleep and see if I may be in need of a CPAP machine. So, Guarantee you won't sleep there. They'll come in and wake you up two or three times. Well, hopefully not other than to kick me out of there in the morning. They said the latest you'll be here is 7 a.m., so they get everyone out of there pretty early. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Now, I've done sleep research in Boston before, so I think I have an idea probably hooking up some electrodes to my head to monitor the stages of sleep and maybe EKG, see what your heart's doing, a little sensors on your legs, see if you've got restless leg syndrome going on. Um, but So we'll see what comes of that. And um, now I learned a few things yesterday I didn't know. There's We hear CPAP, but there's also something called a BiPAP. Uh, I never knew oh, that. Yeah. <clears throat> That's, I guess, it forces... Air or only when you inhale it gives you air, and then when you exhale it does not. So, so I don't know. Learning experience, and we'll see what comes of that. But yeah, well, they woke me up a couple times for some reason. So, but your electrode came off. Oh, I don't know. I didn't like it there because it was just like this cement block of a room, and ah. Yeah, I've already seen it yesterday. It's kind of like a hotel room. It's got a bed and a couch and a little bathroom, and, and how do you it seems pretty you, quiet. So the uh, only question I'm going to ask you, Mike, is how do you how do you force yourself to go to sleep? Because when I'm in a, sleep, a strange place like that, it would be tough for me to get sleep. It probably is. I mean, my first night somewhere else, it may take a little longer, but I mean, there's things you can do. The point is, once you get to sleep, they'll see what they need to see. So obviously, you want to. You know, not take a nap that day. I'm going to do exercise a couple times. And if there's anything you can do to make sure that you're really tired by the time you get there, I guess I could eat some carbs or something before I go in. But uh, but they'll see get what you they some need. Turkey. That usually makes you sleepy. Oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah, if you eat rice or potatoes or something like that, if you're, well, probably if you have blood sugar issues, it, it could do that. Can you bring a radio? I kind of, I don't remember. They didn't tell me I couldn't. I mean, they said bring, you know, anything that you need for overnight if you have medicines or anything else. So I think you could. I wouldn't think reception. Would, it's third floor, so I might just do that, Mr. Bill. But usually reception in those places isn't too good, but we'll see. Well, and also the, the machinery in that place will will probably interfere with the AM radio. I can tell you that. So Right. I guess you're actually I, uh, in there for sleep. I was going to say in uh, the hospital that I go to when, when I need to do those things, um, when I was with AT&T, I couldn't get phone service in there at all. But now that I'm with T-Mobile, they have a tower on top of the hospital, so it works pretty nice. Yeah, I noticed phone service looked degraded on my device yesterday, too, it looked like. So it was. So you're ready to go and get it done. It won't take long. They'll give you the results, and then you can go down the CPAP trail. Yeah, I'm not too excited about that, but if it if it works, if it resolves some of the issues I'm having, she said I have seven of the eight symptoms, so that's not very good. Uh, but obviously ignoring it, then you could have heart issues. And I do want to mention for people, 
you know, now you can have the option to do the test at home if you like. But when I learned what they can't see if you do it at home, it's really not worth it because they can't see the stages of sleep. And see, you have you have your REM sleep when you go to sleep, and that's usually where you're dreaming. Then there's four stages of sleep where you're, if you have a good night's sleep, you're about 90 minutes in each of them. And you need, if you don't get stages three and four, then you're going to wake, you're going to be tired and groggy and not very well focused. So doing the test at home, while it sounds cool to avoid that lab, it's really not going to give you the information that you need. So. Yeah, true. Because when I was on it, for some reason, when I went back to take the next test, I said I didn't have it. Now, how that happened? That was the home test you took. Yeah, they said I didn't have it, so maybe I did, maybe I didn't. So. Well, it, it's it's if you're like five or less an hour, so even though you you do stop breathing, they consider you know that you really don't have. It. And it's like five to fifteen is mild, and you know if you're over thirty times an hour, that's that's critical. And you know one of the uh, big side effects could be a heart attack, which I've already had a silent heart attack, and I think it was while I was sleeping. Uh, so, yeah, this will be good to, to resolve it. And, you know, some people feel tremendous benefit from it, getting the CPAP machine, and others maybe not so much. So she wanted to point that out. So you want to have realistic expectations that it may right. help you, but you may not really know it as much as. And of course, I'd explain to them non-24. That was. Well, yeah. I think and the other would thing that you that. might want to invest in, and this is critical after you get that CPAP machine. Of course, I don't use it anymore, but making sure it's clean. You know, all those hoses and all those masks and all yeah, that Yeah, I asked them to clean their cells. Yeah, there's a so thing called the So Clean, and it cleans your, pap- your, your machine. Yeah, they mentioned that So Clean, and she said that the doctor has one, but you're supposed to clean the mask and the headgear that every day, and the other stuff you should clean at least once a week, and there's filters in the machine that should be replaced. So I asked about that, and people I know who have them aren't really taking care of them, maintaining maintenancing them properly. And they said, I said, what are you cleaning with? She said, baby soap. So I don't know what that is. Maybe it's some kind of Johnson & Johnson something. But I don't know, but I got bugs in mine. Oh, my. I woke up one night, there was bugs in my mask. Oh. Remember that, Jennifer? Yes, Bill. I remember that you had bugs in your mask. I told everybody. told everybody. Yeah. Everybody we met for weeks, he told about <laughs> bugs in this mask. I never we heard until now. But, uh, yeah. We went to this clinic. We went to the clinic because he was going to get a new mask, and he told them he had bugs in his mask, and I was so embarrassed. And I thought, what kind of person, what kind of place, or what kind of housekeeper do they, are they going to think we are? It was terrible. It was terrible. Hey, Mike, before we move on, what is your answer to the $40 increase each time? Oh, uh, that'd be a bit much for me. Uh, you might say. Yeah, I would have to assess the quality of their servers. If, you, if you're not even happy with the quality of their servers, I would be... Uh, I mean, I've met them, so I have my own opinion about that. But uh, that's a different... So you'd either assess, you know, you could... Take bids or look at other people, you know. Uh, the problem is, so far from what I found, there's only been one one cleaning agency that the quality of their service always seems to be pretty much the same. Which one is that one? That made pro. Oh, the one we have in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Maybe they have the merry maids where you live, Bill, or, or whatever they call it. Jennifer. Yeah. Well, sometimes no, we Sometimes the mermaids can be like Uber, and you know, you, yeah, mileage can vary. But right, mileage you don't can never, vary. Really yeah. All right, let's go to Dave and Chris in Altoona, Pennsylvania. Well, 
we're good. Um, things are just parking along. Nothing really terribly new. Um, about to have some nice weather today and tomorrow, so that's a good thing. That is good. Very, very good. And, and as far as the housekeepers, um, since you're not happy with them anyway, I'd be getting rid of them. Yeah, that's a little, a little steep. Plus, the original person who was the housekeeper out of that thing is not doing it. And, you know, that'll get me going on another rant for just a moment. So I asked the lady, I said, hey, uh, can you help me write this check here? We'll talk about that in a minute. And she was 23, had no clue, no idea how to write a simple check. Well, they don't do that anymore. No, I don't. I've written uh, the check in years. Well, that's well, true, but it's not life science either, Jeff. You could figure out how to do it if you had Oh, to. yeah, no problem that way. Yeah. Right, but what I'm saying is, don't they teach these kids how to do anything anymore? Oh. Well, she learned how to do it in school, she said, but she just never had to do it after she got out of school. No, I'm sorry. That. No. Well, I don't think people use checks that much anymore with Zelle and all these things. They don't. And my mom, we got to a store one time and the electricity was out and it was a little store and they couldn't check us out. She actually had to get the girl to get a piece of paper and a pencil and she had to show her how to add the prices up. Yeah. Well, I can believe that they can't do anything if the computers are down. They don't know how to make change. And figure the the taxes. The cash registers tell them what kind of change to give you back. Not only do they tell them what what kind of change, they tell them exactly how to portion it out. Three quarters, two dimes, four, you know, you don't don't have to know math at all. Well, what I'm saying is, for goodness sake, you can improvise a little bit. I mean, yeah, I've seen people with eighth grade educations that could write a check. Come on. Oh, well. All right, let's move along to to Tim. Then we'll go to Jeff and we'll be get to the call. Good, good morning and uh, getting ready for uh, another 90-degree day today and mm. tomorrow. So, uh, and hopefully tomorrow we're supposed to get some rain. Uh, we have been really dry this year. So, um, and they've got a lot of fire warnings around the Twin Cities area and things like that. So I hope, hope we do. And uh, things are going pretty well. Um, I should let people know I will not be here tomorrow morning for my show. I have a MRI I get to take, so I get to hear that pounding and stuff like that. Anyway, <laughs> so. I'm telling you, these people that schedule their MRIs during your show time. Yeah, uh, well. <laughs> yeah, I guess that that was uh, actually, uh, it was kind of weird because I could have scheduled it, well, the, the schedule I did is for 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, but I also could have scheduled it for 7 o'clock tomorrow evening, which would have been during my other show. So. <laughs> I'm telling you, Tim, you have just got to get your act together here, but we wish you good luck on that tomorrow. And we'll 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 push on as they say. All right, Jeff, it's your turn, buddy. 
All right, thank you. And I'm going to ask Chris to do me a favor because I have no speech and I have no idea. I'm getting the same problem that you have with Jaws, Chris. I mean, well, so I don't know what's going on. So, Oh, um, I can take care of it. That's fine. I appreciate it, Chris. Everything is good here. I love it. Everything is fantastic. Uh, I can't complain. And, yes, we're going to get some of the same weather you're having uh, tomorrow and the weekend. It's going to warm up. It was pretty cool yesterday. I was surprised that... Uh, that didn't even get up to uh, 70 degrees. I think the high, the high yesterday was 63, and it went down from there. So, But that's just the way it is. You never know what's going to happen. But it's uh, a lot better than being out down in Louise, well, down south. Was it Alabama? I forget where that, where that tropical depression hit. It killed people, and that's, that's no fun. So we know that. Or you could be in Death Valley where it's been 116 degrees every day lately. I'll take that. I'll take that oh, any day, Chris. <laughs> I love the heat. Oh, that's yeah. a little too hot, though. Yeah. That'd be like putting your head in an oven. So how do we want to bring everybody on? We have Joe and Jerry. So whom would you like? Oh, now we got I know Joe was the first one. Now Beth raised her hand. Maybe you want to bring Beth on because she could tell us about Gail first. Yeah, we could do that. Okay, Beth. Yeah, uh, as far as I know, I'm unmuted now. You are. Yeah. Good morning, everyone. And I just heard from Gail a little while ago. And she she reminded me today is a big day, so she's actually going home this afternoon. Oh, so she actually is coming home. Yes, and I did confirm it with her PCA a couple of days ago because I think I mentioned once that her PCA gave me, uh, you know, Gail gave me and her PCA permission to talk about her situation with each other. And so, yeah, she did say that she's going home, but I, I just pray things are going to go okay, that she does everything she has to when because I, I just want to see everything go well then she's going to eventually have the surgery to get the kidney stone blasted that'll be i don't they don't know yet when that's going to be but i know that her pca wendy is going to probably find out a little more from the doctor about that and so i'm, I'm all excited that this is happening that the gail will be going home this afternoon and Tim, I can let her know about tomorrow, about what you said, that you won't be doing your show tomorrow morning. So I'm willing to do that and relay that to her. Thank so, you. Okay, you want Joe? I, uh, I mean, oh, I'm sorry. to Tim's show, I meant to say. Um, but this afternoon, I'm all excited because we're doing our, today we'll be doing our universal yums. So, and then we'll find out what country we're going to be having. So I'm all excited about that, too. Well, that's good. you got something to look forward to. I really do, and I'm I'm just excited about it. And can I say something about the, the whole CPAP thing? Sure. Yeah, I've got that and because I, I, I've had sleep apnea, and I had a friend stay with me back in 2000, and we were staying at another friend's house in the Twin Cities after, uh, one Friday night while she was there. And... And, and I, a lot of times I usually like to have the, the television playing or the radio or something. And this gal heard me snoring and she'd hear me stop breathing. And she said, I'm afraid you do have sleep apnea, my dear. And I said, so what do I do then? And she said something about talking with my doctor, find out if I could get a sleep study. So this was in the spring when she told me that. And then I got that in the fall. 
and well, we got it just the week after the, the, the weekend after Labor Day weekend. And I was really surprised. I had a weird thing first, the lab technician, when my mom brought me over to the sleep center, the lab technician said, is she blind? And I said, yes, I am. And then she said, well, she can go to the bedroom and she can get dressed now and she can. I said, hey. My mother is not doing the sleep study. I am. If there's something you have to say about me, I prefer that you say it to me, please. She was not a happy camper, but really, but she wasn't a nice person to begin with. <laughs> but she she did come in at midnight after all of the electrodes and all of that had been put on me around 8.39 o'clock. And, and she said, we're going to do the rest of the, the sleep study with the mask on. And I said, oh, I do have sleep apnea, don't I? And she said, you sure do. And I guess I had stopped breathing something like 29 times. Yeah, it was kind of scary. But yet after that, I did get the the sleep, the CPAP, I should say. And everything seems, everything has gone good. I went through a couple of masks because the first ones, there was something that was digging into my forehead right above my nose. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, this hurts. And someone said, yeah, you've got an open sore there. And... So I just, I, I said, I think I need a new mask. And they said, you sure do. We'll get you a different one. And they got me the breeze. And that one just goes over my nose. And I really like that one the best. My problem was I couldn't keep my mouth shut. Oh, <laughs> I have a hard time with that. But I even got headaches. And eventually I was. it was suggested that I get a mouth guard. And because I was grinding my teeth in my sleep. <laughs> So after that, I felt so much better once I got the mouth guard. It was a spendy thing, but it was well worth it to get it. Very, very good. Well, we've got a whole bunch of callers. So, Beth, yeah, thank you. I don't want to take their time. Good luck with Dale. Well, that's not the problem. Good luck with Gail coming home, and, and we'll see you next week. Do you want Joe? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Good morning. Yeah, I, this is Joe here at El Lower. Okay. Good, good morning. Here we are here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Partly sunny skies, 73 degrees up to 95 today at, on a 69 tonight. Now, on Sunday night, we were listening to WMVI in Chicago, faith on record Christian music of the 70s, 80s, and 90s. But the interesting thing, the EBS went off, and there were two tornado warnings. And as we know, the suburbs in Chicago really were hit hard. The fact that, that that went off, and here we were here in Albuquerque listening to all, all the action of what was going on in, in Chicago live. Good morning, everybody. I just wanted to say, you know, comment on a couple of things. First, with as far as the sleep apnea, we had to do that with uh, his first wife, Jenny, and um, we took her for the sleep study and all of that, and then she ended up. Didn't she hear it? I think she did. Yeah. And then, so, you know, we got the CPAP, you know, for her and all of that. Now, as far as cleaning crews go, we have a two-person cleaning crew, and they, they do a pretty decent job. Um, but if you if you feel like that's too much money for you or you feel like you're doing a decent job, then I would find somebody else, you know. But you go with the quality and... You know, just whatever. So good luck with that as well. And Beth, thanks. And I'm glad that Gail's going home. Make sure the best. So those are my comments right now. Thank you so much, Ellen. And hopefully you'll have a good day. And 
you'll come back in during the show if you something interests you and you want to talk about it. So, well, and Jerry, got Jerry. We'll get Jerry to unmute. Yeah, unmute yourself, Jerry. Okay. Okay. Good morning. It's uh, 57 degrees or so here in Indiana, PA, going up to about 75 today. And what I've got to look forward to, I'd have coffee with you guys, but I have to fast. So I had an extra cup of I have to. Uh, I have a, a PET scan coming up at uh, one o'clock today. And as of the time uh, you aired at nine, I can't eat or drink anything. So um, <laughs> I well, can, Jerry, like, if I, I have a pill, have I can a get a little bottle of water. Do you think they'll find any pets? Yeah, well, who knows? I'm feeling great, though. Um, got a PET scan, and I got an electrocardiogram, and then they'll, by, by the 30th, I should know what kind of treatment plan I'm going to have for my, you know, esophageal cancer and all that. But, and to um, get that you know, that's on. what's going on with me. Are they pushing you to 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 move where Judy is or to get that well, issue? Judy's still, we're still trying to look for a place. Uh, uh, Judy's still in the, or she's on hold at St. Andrews right now. But some of those places, a personal care boarding home, uh, some of those places are like uh, way beyond our bus. Some of them are like $4,000 a month or $5,000 a month. For the, you know, for the two of us, I don't know what would, you know, I don't know how that's going to wind up. Is there any way she can come back home or? Well, we'll just have to see. Yeah. We'll have to get some, uh, maybe some help, uh, some extra help, you know, uh, if, if she does come back home. Yeah. Right now we're concentrating on what's going to happen with me. I might have to go away for surgery uh, to Greensburg, PA, which is like 20 miles away. No, 30, actually. Oh, so I'm telling you, it's a, it's a problem that you guys just had to deal with and are going to deal with it, but it well, yeah, just takes make, times. It's going to be a long summer. Yeah, but, yep. it takes time, but we enjoy you every time you call in or come on, so that yep. uh, that's a good thing. So okay. good luck today and keep us posted, okay? Okay, Bill. You have a okay. good day, everybody. You too. Bye-bye. All right. We, we have Fran. Oh, my goodness. We have the star Here herself. Here I am. The star <laughs> herself. Anyway, um, as far as your cleaning people, I agree with everybody else. Unless they really do something above and beyond or, or, you know, you don't feel that you can find anybody cheaper or something like that. But if, if you can possibly, you know, what did they do? Just start off at one price and then say, okay, we're going up 40 bucks. Yeah. Um, They've been the same price for a long time. For a while. And I don't mind a little link, but the quality of the work's but, been going down too. And you shouldn't the have to buy agency, the- We had raised their price every two or three months by $5 or so or 10 but you didn't I mean, have to buy them lunch. Mail. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't have to buy them lunch. I'm sorry. That's not, that's not part of the deal. Well, okay. Well, we made that part of the deal we, a long time we, ago. Well, they got into it. But here's the other thing about it. We'll order off the value menu or something, but they order big things off of the regular menu and don't regard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'd get rid of yeah, I would definitely get rid of them. And um, 
let's see. There's several things I want to talk about. Oh, I, I had a sleep study and I couldn't sleep. Oh, yeah, I had that, too. And so I had to go back and get it done again. And I didn't sleep much, but I slept enough that they could tell. But the problem, I could not sleep with a CPAP on. Um, now, apparently, they do. I'm going to go and probably get another one because I know I have it because I'm always tired, even if I sleep, you know, where I think pretty yeah. well. Um, <clears throat> and I know that I snore and uh, I wake up a lot during the night. So, um, you know, we'll get it redone and see because um, apparently they have much better. But the mask I had, I actually tried a couple of different ones, um, and one that I had kept blowing air in my eye. Oh, yeah. And if I and I, so I, I sleep on my side, and it was always, um, you know, just coming undone and or, you know, moving so that it blew air into my eye. And then what I would do, I'd go to sleep with the CPAP on, I'd wake up in the morning and the CPAP wasn't on. Gary said, yeah, what you're doing is you're getting up in the middle of the night, go to the bathroom, and you just don't put it back on. (laughs) And I said, yeah, that's probably because I could not sleep. I mean, I can't sleep with something over my face. It just drives me nuts. But I think I have have to figure out something because (laughs) it's not getting bad. Well, two things. One thing I learned, a nurse told me that you can be proactive the first 30 days they have to replace your mask. So... Try a couple different masks. They might say, well, that's the mask you need until your insurance pays for another one. But you have 30 days to get that part changed out. So you want to take advantage of that. Yeah, I did that a couple of times. And we couldn't find We even tried just the little things that stick in your nose. Yeah, that's um, the way they do them now. Is it, it depends whether you breathe through your nose or breathe through your mouth. So yeah, I breathe you can have a mouth. full face. But you can, now they usually just do the nose. But if you think you're breathing through your mouth, then you can get a chin strap that kind of holds your mouth. It didn't work for me. Right. They don't work for everyone. So, <laughs> so you, can't, you can't close your mouth even when you're asleep, huh, Bill? <laughs> That's exactly right. We had went through that problem at the hospital when I had that heart surgery. They'd stick these tubes in or whatever, leave my mouth alone, you know. Yeah. And, oh, but they kind of broke me of that in that hospital, so... Maybe. Oh, well, that's good. But Is, no, I didn't like it. Also, you guys were mentioning homeowners associations. Oh, do I agree? This. Uh, well, it's even worse because not only do we live in a neighborhood that's, you know, one of these homeowner association type neighborhoods where everybody has to have things a certain way, but we also live in a senior complex. And you know, I I'm senior, but. I'll tell you, some of the people around here, uh, you can't, how can I put this nicely? You can't pass gas without somebody complaining about it. You know, I mean, you you know, especially well, if you play music. They can blast their TVs all they want but if you play I, music. I just don't think it's right that some board of people gets to decide what's a nuisance or what's not a nuisance or... I mean, because everything is so up to their discretion, and if they all decide they don't like you, anything you do is going to be a nuisance. Yeah, and then they have rules like you can't wash your car in the alley. You can't wash oh, yeah. your car. Well, this, yeah, and you can't this wash your one car on the I'm doing the, This one I'm doing the work for, you can't even work on a car in your garage for very long, unless it's just for some minor repair. 
That's ridiculous. Some of the in your know. own garage, and you can't have the garage door open except for basic activity, you know, like you're going to take your trash can out or whatever. <laughs> Uh, those places, those things are terrible. If I, if we ever get out of here, um, hopefully we won't do that again. Oh, and, they're terrible. Yeah, and then the senior place on top of it. I mean, some people are just. I think they're not used to living in apartments, and so if they hear any noise, they're going to complain about it because you know they and mm. you know they. They're just so nitpicky about every little thing. Just, oh, I know. And some of those senior things, they don't even want your grandchildren around because they might make too much noise. Right. Like, yeah, that's, that's the way this place is. Oh, yeah. So Great times. But Great time. we could afford it, you know. So <laughs> Yeah. Great times. Yep. Anyway, that's about all I have for now. It's going to be, fortunately, it's not going to be in triple digits today, so that's good. Well, just enjoy your day. Maybe, oh, yeah. Maybe try to go sleep. How about that? Or, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> there you go. Maybe I'll snore too loud and bother the neighbors. Oh, that would be. Yeah. <laughs> All right, who's the next victim, Chris? The next would be Bill from Chicago. Right. Hello, everybody. Uh, am I muted or unmuted? You're unmuted. You're here. Okay, I thought I couldn't tell. Uh, yeah, it's going to be about 70-some degrees here, possible rain this afternoon, and that storm missed me by about 10 miles Sunday night. And, man, I had one clap of thunder that I thought the house was falling down. I mean, it was just, I mean, the, my daughter, she said uh, the walls where she, the room she's in, said they vibrated. For that one big clap of thunder we had, and we had the heavy rain. And of course, last weekend I was down in Shipshawana. I saw the Dale and Vincent show, which is a great show, two hours nonstop, no intermission. It covered everything from gospel to blues to rock to bluegrass. Uh, a great show. You've never seen their shows before. And this weekend, going to Bluffton, Indiana, at a family reunion, Saturday, and. And we're just totally going all the time. Yesterday I went to the Contemporary Art Museum, and they had a comic book display from 1940 up to the date. And I was amazed at some of the comic books I never heard of. It made, of course, being, I didn't, never paid attention. You know, they had, they had actually black comic books of black characters that were, I mean, some of them were really, you could read some of the things, and some were really really offensive or, or racial or all kinds of stuff. I mean, it was, it was something else. These were on display there, big display they got going. And as far as the CPAT, I've had a CPAT for, oh, I don't know, 25 years, I guess. And the one thing about the sleep apnea, if you wake up, you're lucky because your body lets you know you, didn't, you were not breathing. Some people, they don't, they don't wake up. So if you if you got sleep apnea and you're waking up several times a night, it's your body doing it for you, making sure you stay alive. That's what my doctor told me when I had this on years ago because I was having trouble with that where I'd be sleeping and the wife, she was sad, stop breathing, but then I'd wake up. But that's what she, we told the doctor, and that's when he had me do the sleep test and found out I had that. 
And the only thing is, is lugging those dumb things around if you go for a while. Oh, like yeah. if I go down to Indiana, I won't. I won't take. I never take with me to go to Indiana for overnight. You know they have new days. ones that are that are much smaller and much quieter oh, yeah, and much more big. compact. And right, much they got more the small ones now, but I never never invested in another one. Just never. But but if I was going for like a week or two week trip, then I I pack the thing up and carry it along with me. But if I'm just going overnight, I just, I don't usually worry about it. Yeah, those but, things and, do phone home, and so if you don't right. use it, your insurance company will contact you and say you either need to send it back or pay for it. So. Oh yeah, right, right. It, it keeps track. It keeps track. It's got a, I don't know, some kind of little cell phone in the thing. And speaking of cell phones, I heard a thing this past weekend. I don't know, probably you know, none of you ever do it, but you know what piano tuners are, right? Okay. And I, I studied piano tuning way back in school. That's when they did it. You had to do it with the old tuning fork and with the pins, you know, the little pegs and the strings and all that kind of stuff. And then they come along with a strobocon where you push the button to get the middle C and all that kind of stuff. Well, now this plays uh, the nephew of my uh, brother-in-law. His son is taking a piano tuning as a sideline. And I said, oh, does he use a strobocon? He said, no. He said, now it's done on your iPhone. And I said, I, never, I was going to ask you guys, you ever heard of that? The, the tuning, you can get an app to tune pianos on your iPhone now. Yeah, pianos no. and guitars. and. Why not? Uh, right. Everything else you can do on your iPhone. Yeah, I was wondering how much, how, how, you know, if your iPhone, how good is the tone? I meant, is it strictly, I forget what the vibrations were, I didn't know it for, for the middle C. Does that... Is that speaker accurate enough on your iPhone to make sure it's tuned properly? Well, but I think I it's actually telling you that. the frequency, the number of cycles per second. So. Oh, okay. Because I've never. I that was the first I ever heard of it. So I'm going to ask if you guys ever heard of that. Because that was a new one on me. Was, was tuning your piano with your iPhone. No. Of course, you can do everything else with your iPhone, but you know. But. So I assume you wouldn't even need an ear for music, which. You know. Well, yeah, right. Nowadays, you don't. I mean, you don't really need it because even when you had the Strobocon, you didn't really need a, a good ear as long as you matched the tone on the. You had to be able to match the tone, but uh, but it was just a, nothing. But I found out a piano tuner now gets three to four hundred dollars a piano to tune. I might I even know take that. that <laughs> yeah. Well, there's not as many pianos as there was. A lot of people went to. Well, yeah, right. They went to keyboards and stuff like that. But I'm just saying that. Yeah, like back in uh, the '70s when we were training, they said that we got like twenty dollars, and if you go out and get four a day, you'd make eighty dollars. You know? so, right, yeah. right, right. Because I got well, Bill, Bill knew these two guys, Larry and, and Raymond in Indianapolis, uh, Sorensen and Warren. They had a piano tuning outfit, and they had a piano tuning moving outfit. But they used to do this stuff for. Um, Oh, I can't remember what the name of the place. Out there on the north side, there used to be the music festival place. I guess it's still there. I'm not sure. They're in Indianapolis. But I know he tuned pianos for Liberace and Ray Charles and a oh, whole wow. bunch of people to appear out there, you know. They had the, they had the contract with that. So. All right. And, Bill, you'll okay. be back in just a few minutes, right. probably. Um, All right. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're, you're cleaning people. No way would I increase no myself forty dollars. Especially, especially if you was feeding them dinner too, and they're yeah. ordering off the menu. The, the high, no way, uh-uh, no, I'd dump them. I wouldn't even begin to think about it. Of course, I never. Of course, my wife, she never wanted cleaning people. She said she cleaned her own house, and of course, I have to do it now. But she said no way. She didn't want anybody coming in her in her house and doing her cleaning. So never had to worry about that. In fact, she had to clean extra good because, you know, she babysit 
or took care of kids, so she was licensed. So they come and inspect well, at least every six months or so. So the house had to be clean, but she did it herself. We did it ourselves. So, right. Very Alrighty. good. Thank you, Bill. And uh, Pierre. Oh, my buddy from 225. Yeah, I knew you yeah. Good morning. Uh, it, here we've been having, you know, lower temperatures like 92, 93. But the problem is the... Uh, the problem is that 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 the humidity's been so high; it's been like 105 and 106, uh, you know. But uh, y'all were talking about sleep apnea, and uh, uh, I uh, I saw a news story yesterday or day before that there's a company called Philips that makes these sleep apnea machines, and they have a huge recall on all their brands because of plastic and foam and everything, people breathing it in. Oh, that's not good for you. Yeah, I saw that article, too. No, no, no. Anything else on your mind, Pierre? No, not much. Just listen and see what y'all have to say. Because we can make it up here. (laughs) We got no problem. You know, but we're just trying to stay out of trouble. Uh, yeah, for me and you, that's hard to do, though. Yes, it is, Pierre. It most certainly is. But I'm a, Pierre will be back, though. I like to give him a hard time. Okay. All right, buddy. All right. We have anybody else? Yes, Chris. we have the 414 and um, Alan Ramos. Well, we know we got Nancy coming up then. Because oh. Nancy, it's either Nancy or Dick. It's Nancy. It's Nancy. It's me. Um, I have a couple comments. Uh, first about sleep studies. Um, I've had to go through a few sleep studies, but I guess you could say I'm lucky <laughs> because I just wear the equipment on my arm, and I'm not wearing a mask. I'm just wearing the cannulas that go into my nose. And mine are for oxygen, and um, both sleep studies, my oxygen was dropping really low, um, as low as 62%, which is dangerous. And so um, I've had to, you know, my oxygen levels have been increased, and now they've been increased because I'm using um, 50 feet rather than 25 feet between my machine and me. And that way we don't get tangled up in the hoses quite as badly. <clears throat> and then about the cleaning, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> oh, this is not a good morning to me, um, about cleaning, <clears throat> you know, Bill, to give them a meal, and then I think they're really, really taking advantage of you. And I have to wonder if they really have any other customers or if, they're using you as a way for them to just gain some money because from other things you've said it doesn't sound like they're the most reputable people i i know i would say bye-bye um goodbye yeah we had a we had a situation um we had a, a person i should say dale had her and gradually she was doing less and less and having me do things and yet the rate stayed the same and actually uh we were about to report her to the agency that she came from and then as it turned out she quit and we got actually got her mother-in-law who we have now and um we have one person 
for doing shopping and helping with some other things. And then we have a different person for doing cleaning. Um, and we pay, they both get about the same amount per hour. And our cleaning person, uh, she tends to be a lot of a talker. And, you know, I told her right out, I said, I'm not going to increase what I'm giving you um, because uh, the longer you stay and the more I have to pay you and the more you talk, uh, it, it's not going to work that way. I'll pay you X dollars per hour. And the other thing is <clears throat> she does get an occasional meal, but we determine what she gets. I mean, I don't mean that she can't order some of what she wants, but um, usually it's from a restaurant nearby. <clears throat> and considering it's going on my charge card and I put the order in, I know what she wants beforehand, and then it's only a few blocks from here, and she goes and picks it up. So, By the way, Nancy, anyway, as long as... No. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just giving you a hard time. Yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah? I was going to say, as long as you have your charge card, can I borrow time? I'd like to be ordering a meal from the most expensive uh, restaurant, which is 677 Prime, and there especially is Prime Rib Dinners. So uh, can I use your charge card? <laughs> oh, you think so, dear. I'm sorry, you Nancy. I had to give you... So. I'm just giving you... <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Sorry, Nancy. I, that's that's okay. You know, I I just had to replace a battery for my my portable oxygen machine, and I had to pay three hundred and twenty five dollars for a battery. Um, but uh, it's a good thing I replaced it because uh, <clears throat> I come back from the hospital and I got to the door of my building and I ran out of oxygen completely and. Um, had to call Dale and had to have him bring down the walker and then had to have help getting back up to the apartment. And by the time I got up there, um, up here, um, I was having a horrible time breathing and I almost went into um, a spasm where we would have had to call a hospital. So, um, yeah, it, these situations can be kind of dangerous. And so I have to be extra careful now. But anyway, life goes on. <laughs> what can I say? <clears throat> so, but no, Jeff, I'll tell you what. Um, I'll treat you to a McDonald's hamburger, and I oh, hate McDonald's. That's awfully nice of you, Nancy. <laughs> I, thank you very much. Yeah, but he didn't say he would sure. make 10 of them. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta watch that. Okay, thanks. You know, I'm gonna make one addendum to the statement I made about well these folks, but while we were gone, if Jackie needed something, they would charge her X number of dollars to come and do it, X number of dollars to do this, X number but of dollars. But if she knew ahead of time that they were gonna do that, she got a choice whether she wanted to pay to have it done or not. Well, I know, but still if you do it all the time they've you know, if you want that check written, give me some extra money. If you want this done, there are people who take advantage and opportunity. Oh, well, sure there are. And they've got a special place reserved for them. Well, I mean, uh, look at the guy who's helped you out in Florida the, who, with the grill and stuff like that. He's your next neighbor and he helps you out. He, he, he doesn't sit nothing. there and say, I want $20 just for no, me doing no, that. For he you. wouldn't. No. Oh, no. He's just fascinated because we're around. He likes to watch well, us but figure no, out how to do stuff. <laughs> right. He wouldn't think about that. You know, there's a level of if Dave and Chris came over and. They see that I would need some help on something, or I know that they need help on something. Then we're going to do it. Friends don't count cost. I mean, I know you don't have to abuse people, but 
don't charge them for every time you move or, or I mean, do anything. Now, that, to me, and we stopped some serious consequences when, when I got back home. And, folks, it wasn't pleasant. So, yeah, that did make my decision. But seriously, taking advantage of people just because you can and th- no, no, no. Uh, do we have any other callers? Oh, yeah, we got, we got Alan. Alan Ramos. Sorry, Alan. And I can't believe I fixed my problem finally. There comes Alan. I'm here. Good morning to the panel. We have about 87 degrees. I'll be out here in Ontario. Oh, my. This early in the morning. already? Yeah. Well, oh. it's going to get that way throughout the day. Young. And they're saying it's hazy, young. When was the last time you had rain out there, Alan? Oh, for a long time. We need it. We're not getting it. Wow. We're not getting it. Yeah. So we're kind of like in a drought situation, plus the fires, you know. So we're going to be looking forward to those. Anything else going on? And how's well, Walter doing? Uh, we're doing good, but I have a doctor's appointment this morning. Oh. So I have to see a surgeon uh, for consultation, you know. Oh. You have to see a surgeon? Yeah. Oh, I hope you're okay. Well, I'm okay as far as that, but I think I had a, when I had my colonoscopy, they found some hemorrhoids they couldn't get, so now it has to be done in the hospital. Ooh. No, thank you. No, thank you, but no, we no, wish you so good either. luck on that and hopefully can get things moving again and get better. And well, I don't feel too bad now. I did have some bleeding, but so. Yeah. So, I haven't had any, so since my back going off, they didn't see anything. So. How's your brother doing? Oh, he's doing good, young. He's doing good. Good. Well, yeah, Bill, you're on a touchy subject with the cleaning people. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's kind of really touchy. I'm glad I don't have the problem right now, but I could have, you know. Well, it's it's not a, you know, this is not a life-threatening or yeah. a thing. Either we pay for the service or we say, we're going our way, you go your way. And you're not getting it right up. Right. You pay, you pay for the service that you're not getting. Are they overcharging you? And, and then I can make up that. my mind and say, hey, well, go on down the way. It's no problem to me. In fact, I'd almost rather, in a lot of cases, have a company, if if it's going to be done, do it. And that way, if you're not satisfied, then you can go to the company or go to them. It's not a personal thing. Yeah. You know, but more importantly, Alan is you and makes sure that everything is okay. That's what I'm going to do today. And maybe they probably won't do it because it's not really all that bad. You know, I think sometimes when you go have these procedures done, um, insurance may not want to if it's not like pay for it, if it's not like threatening. Right. So, well, I'll see how it goes. Well, let us know next week and okay. take care of yourself, okay? All right, all right Alan. Thank you. And we have Pam Francis and Bill Levy again. Okay. Want to get Pam first? Yeah. Good morning, everyone. There you you go. Hope everyone is well. Oh, mercy. It's about 72 here in Casimo. We had a couple of decent days this week. Well, God, last week was awful. It was, we had over 100 degrees heat heat index here. 
That was not pretty. Bring that anyway, up to the northeast. To, yeah. Um, I will. I will say this. I feel kind of halfway human. They. Uh, I got my, my my epilepsy medicine straightened out to the point to where I can talk and think clearly. And I'm hoping that that, that is noticed. Um, let's see what else is going on. Um, I was thinking about moving to Florida. I had just about decided to do that. However, there were some family issues that, that are not going to allow that to happen. So I'm going to stay put. Um, I did have an issue with my foot back in April. Um, it was bruised versus, I was told it was bruised versus broken. I found out last week that wasn't the case. It had originally been broken, and the x-ray didn't show that. So, anyway, that's healing. And my daughter's going to come over here and put my computer desk together. And by the grace of God, I'll get back on the radio. That'll be a good thing. I don't, I, I really, die. I don't enjoy being without my people. But it's, it's, it's not been pretty past couple of months, folks, and, and I want to thank everybody for their patience and loyalty. Well, that'll be good, and you can get on and do your thing. That'll be, that'll, it'll be fun, and, and thank you all. Okay, Pam. Good luck, Pam. And we'll go to Bill, and then we'll go to the demo here in, in just a minute. I think you guys are going to enjoy the demo today. It's actually, I think it's actually a live one. And Chris, thank you very much for your help. I got things straightened out finally. I appreciate no it. She did a good job. Yeah, uh, I forgot. I want to apologize to the people in the south and up of the Carolinas for the storm. That was named after my wife, and she didn't act that way. Because a, <laughs> a lot of my friends, we were calling. They were calling me and say, "What in the world happened? They got the wrong name." Claudia never was like that. That violent and that aggravated about stuff. So they, they named their own name, but I just it was just just crossed my mind all of a sudden they mentioned about the weather and that, and I said, oh, let me call and apologize to people in the in the south and up to the Carolinas that the wife wasn't that type of character because that was really a bad storm, especially those kids that got killed in that van. I mean that was that was yeah. something that they you know, they actually burned in that van that you know they couldn't get out. So, but other than that, I just, that was the only thing I just wanted to make a little humorous thing to apologize to the people in the South. Well, <laughs> you're going you're gonna to hear something live here in a minute. Right. And you're actually going to hear it's not, rec- it's actually live. Oh. It's actually what, Tim, live. Did the days, or, days recorder break down or what? No, he, <laughs> he just thought of it and, at 8.30 this morning, decided it would be a good okay. thing to put something together. And I have... Uh, Breaking news for the legend. Yeah? Pam Stevens is going to fill in for me tomorrow morning. Oh. So, oh. Well, should that be is. a much better show than I can do. Yeah, it's like when I fill in for somebody on the legend, they go, uh, Bill, do you really have to? Do you really have to? Because I do like to keep my numbers. I say I have to because I want to bring your numbers down to mine. So, Yeah. Breaking news. Uh, anybody else got anything? Chris, is did, am I mistaken? Is this a live demo? Yes, we're going to give it a try. He's having some trouble with his microphone clip, so we're, but we are going to give it a try. We didn't do a 
full-blown demo because we've done this demo before on the Traeger. We've done it a couple times, but they have done some modifications to the app a few months ago, and I don't believe, anyway, that we have shown the new modifications in the app as far as setting things. Listen, before it? you do this, how responsive were they to you when you kept telling them about the problems with the app? Well, it took a while. We, ha- I will do. It took a while, but we kept on, and they kept on, and we kept in touch, and they kept in touch, and actually they got the app fixed. It was pretty unusable for a while. I mean, we could use it, but it was hit or miss. Sometimes we might have to try 10 times to set the grill, and sometimes I would just forget it and call Ira and get them to help me do it manually, but they were interested in fixing it the hardest thing we had to get them to understand they couldn't seem to get the difference between voiceover and siri that seems to be a common problem and he's on his way up to the grill now to do his part i'm going to do my part from down here that's very good it's um let's also um, give a shout out to mike calvo who sent out a big article over the weekend about his troubles with Pit Boss and struggles, and maybe Pit Boss is going to get in line and come. But some of the comments they were making were like comments like, well, blind people don't cook anyway, or, well, that's just a small percentage of what we do. Why do we need to worry about accessibility? You know, and things like that it can be very disheartening. So you'll hear Chris and Dave here. And I think we're all here. <laughs> yeah, you're here. So that should sound a little better anyway. My clip fell off my glasses. You may have to talk just a little bit louder. <laughs> so, Let me uh, give him uh, a boost. There you go. Maybe that'll help. Yeah, that's good. So anyway, um, what I'm going to do right now is ignite this grill. That's the one thing you cannot do from the phone. You have to ignite it from the grill itself, which is a safety thing. Yeah, they don't want somebody hacking into it and turning your grill on and off. You know how that goes. So on on this grill, you have a, a control panel on the right-hand end of the grill, and um, it's got a knob on the grill and two buttons. But anyway, what I'm going to do is I'm going to press the the knob on my grill in one time. Which wakes it up. Which wakes it up. Then I'm going to press it again a second time, and then I will press the ignite button, and hopefully... Now, this grill will turn itself off and on a few times when it ignites. You'll hear the fan start and stop and start and stop, which caused us a little concern, but we call the company, and that is totally normal. It did start, and you could probably hear that, I think. A little bit. It'll it'll go on and off. Well, you know how Zoom is with stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure it, it's it'll start over the on air. and off, on and off until the auger finds the pellets, and then it'll feed them into the uh, to the into the ash pot. Tell me when you're ready for it to be set. So anyway, um, you should be able to uh, go ahead and and use the app and so, do your thing. I'm going to go into the app. Seven little work trigger. Trigger, heating up your account. Heating up your account, so it's getting ready. 
<laughs> okay. Now we're going to go to Annabelle, which is the girl's name. That's down at the bottom. I'm going to swipe through some tabs. Tab bar. Red grill. Tab. Learn. Shop. Annabelle. Annabelle. Double tap there. Close. Button. Set grill temp. Button. Okay. I'm set grill temp button. Check on left. Button. Back. 165. 170. I'm, I'm swiping to the right with one finger till I get to 350. 100 going to double tap there selected 350 says selected now i'm going to go down here to confirm 306 confirm button close button Set real temp button. And we're back to where button. we were. Set probe temp. And button. you set the probe temp the exact same way, but we're not going to use a probe because we're using, we're doing foil dinners and I don't want to poke a hole in the foil. So we're going to go on down here. Button. Grill. Probe. 80 degrees Fahrenheit. The grill's at 80 right now. Semicolon degrees. Current. Current. 350 degrees Fahrenheit. That's what it's set for. Semicolon degrees. So that's all there is to it. It is so, so easy now. It's really simple. You know, once uh, we got the company to fix the app, now it's behaving itself. They did a commendable job. Better than we could have hoped for. I would have been fine with a picker item or something, but they did even better than that. Okay, now, what is a foil dinner? Are you going to talk about that? I am. That's the recipe. So if you want me to wait, I will. If you want me to go ahead, I will. No, you might as well go ahead since we're, I mean. Okay. I don't understand about a foil dinner. Okay. Well, what you do is you you can do this. Oh, my phone, please. You can do this on the grill or you can do it in the oven. And you take a big sheet of heavy-duty aluminum foil. I use the wide roll, and I pull about 18 inches off. And you're going to need a big sheet of foil, one for each dinner. You're going to need some nonstick cooking spray. Hey. You're going to need about 8 ounces of uh, some kind of meat. You can be for pork or chicken or fish or shrimp. Two small to medium potatoes cut up into chunks, and we peeled them. We like them peeled for this a little better, but you don't have to. Three-fourths cup of whole kernel corn, well-drained, or you could use the frozen. About a quarter cup of onion, just a rough chop, not finely chopped. You want some pieces, not quite bite-sized, but some pieces. And about a half a can of your choice of cream soup. You can do mushroom, celery, chicken, tomato, whatever. Two, about two tablespoons water and salt and pepper and any other seasonings you would like. So You're going to take your big piece of foil and you're going to lay it long side, the 18-inch long side going from you to away from you. So you want that going... Uh, north and south, basically, and the short end from right to left. It's just easier to handle. You're going to spray that sheet with foil, I mean with Pam, especially the middle or whatever nonstick spray you have. Then you're going to just put your stuff on there. I started with the meat and then the potatoes and then the rest of it. And you end, be sure you end with the water because you don't want to put the water on too soon or it might run off. Then you're going to take your... You're going to take your um, 
foil, the ends of your foil, the end next to you and the end away from you, and you're going to hold them up and put them together. And then you're going to do a couple of little one-inch rolls to seal it. Then you're going to fold your ends over, and you're going to seal those because the whole point is you don't want anything coming out. That's why I didn't want to put a thermometer in there. Then you're going to lay it directly on your grates or your oven rack for about a 45 minutes to an hour, depending on how much you put in there, how big you cut your chunks. It's pretty forgiving. As long as you get everything done, you're good. And that's all there is to it. It's just uh, some people call them pouch dinners. Some people call them camper stew. I think how it originated is people used to do that and throw them on the campfire on the edge and cook them that way. But you can do all sorts of things. If you don't want to use soup, you can use canned pineapple. You can use the rings and a little bit of juice, or you could use a little teriyaki sauce, or you could use whatever vegetables you want. You you can make it basically any way you want to. That's the nice thing, and everybody can have something different. I know I was at a place one time where we were making them, and they just had a whole bunch of stuff lined up and you just go by and put what you want in your foil and of course then you got to keep up with which one is yours but you know you can just make them the way you want to chris do you want to show them what the uh grill is doing yeah i can i got butter beans i got it yeah jeff we'll do butter butter beans beans thank you there you go hey that would work Hang on a second. I got to get my phone unlocked because I was getting all kinds. Nice guy, Dave. (laughs) So we're going to look at Traeger. As soon as I find it. Where is it? There it is. I had to lock my phone because I was getting a phone call. Spam risk. Okay, we're going to have to go back to Annabelle. 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 Central 10, button, Central 10, button. It's named after a very famous cat, right? Yeah. Sure is. Donna's and Dick's cat. 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Well, it still says 80, but I... 80 degrees Fahrenheit. I'm not sure that I'm really connected. Semicolon degree, 350 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, no. Okay, here we go. Semicolon degrees, 80 degrees Fahrenheit. No, it still says 80, so I may have to come upstairs to do that. Because I'm down in the basement, and I'm a little ways away from the grill. So, I, Dave, if you want to talk a minute, I'll walk upstairs. Yeah, okay. She's going to come up here. Where She's basement. coming. So can you usually watch the temperature change? Yeah, you can. She can show you when she gets The problem with it in the basement where she was, if the... If the um, it's blocks in the basement and that cuts down your signal. Week, week. How long have you had the grill, Dave? Uh, well, we've had Traegers for a few years. We've had this one for about three now. <laughs> now that one, can you, if you open the 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 box where the pellets go, can you see? How full it is yourself, or do you yeah. just have mm-hmm. to revamp Yeah, you just lift the lid up, and you can reach your hand in there to your uh, pellets. You can't get near the auger because there's a grate in between there, so you yeah. can't so you can't get your hands down in there. So you can tell. I usually keep it pretty full. Ours anyway. has something over the, the pellets, so you can't. There's like little slots for them to go into, but you can't feel how many are in there. 
So, can you refill the pellets while the grill is working, Dave? Can you put yeah, more pellets uh -huh. in if you have to, you just, without you problem? Lift, you just lift the lid and dump the pellets in, and, and away you go. It's, so, it's, what are your favorite pellets to use? <laughs> we honestly can't tell the difference. Walmart, no. Oh, oh stop. I just got the same notification on my phone you just got on yours, yeah. Chris. Yeah, these crazy. At a time or two, the same way. It's still going off and off, so it's probably not going to be up very much. Yeah, the grill is heating up. Yeah, it, it is. It's going up, but it's a little cool out here this morning, so it's not cold, but it's it's probably still. Well, I don't know. It might be below 60, so because it was 47 this morning. What it does is that when it looks for pellets and decides how many pellets to put in, so the thing goes on and off quite a bit before before it picks everything up. And it, so it, is Chris add, synced add, with the phone yet, or the? What's that, Bill? I wondered if Chris was set with the microphone with the grill. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's uh -huh. going up to eighty-three now. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk back downstairs. I think we actually were connected. I think we were just expecting it to go up faster than it was. Because, like I said, it's pretty cool, and you have to leave it open, or you should leave it open, till it starts to smoke a little bit. Yeah. So I'm gonna head downstairs. It's gonna go up pretty fast now. She's headed back down. You can hear now. You can hear the, you know, it's it's got the pellets and it's starting to put the smoke out of the stack and all that kind of good stuff. Like a you, roaring noise. Coming you got out your neighbors smoke. just drooling over this. What's that, Bill? You got your neighbors just drooling over the food. Yeah, they probably will. <laughs> now, are these foil dinners already made? And are they are they on the grill yet, Dave? Or you have to put them on the grill at this point? She'll have to put them on. And can you put more than one on at the same time? Obviously, the grill. Yeah, we're we're gonna have we're gonna have two grills. I mean, two uh, foils. They're wrapped in foil. We'll have t actually three on there because I wanted two of them. Yeah, I was just getting down to say that when he said that he wanted two. Two. <laughs> two. <laughs> He's a growing boy, John Chris. You should know that by now. You know. I hope this mic is okay because my clip fell off and I had to clip it. I had to hook it on my shirt. Okay, well, now I'm plugged back in and I can help with Zoom and I'm all fixed up. So let's, it, now it says preheating, so it's past the igniting stage. Button, button, timer, zero, oh, time, go back button, the button, other button, way. Set, button, set, real tech, preheating. It'll start going up real fast button, now because it's button, hot. Button, button, they tell you to, you know, let it in like 15 minutes or so until um, it actually button, fully ignites and gets the pellets, and then it takes just a couple minutes to heat. Okay, it's up to 202 degrees. Wow, it's rolling now. Yeah. yeah. You keep your your phone in the, where, where that's if you keep focused on that area, will that will it read the numbers automatically? Or do you have no, that is the one my only complaint, and it's not worth fussing <laughs> over for all that, they've done. That works on the other app, doesn't it, Chris? It works on a lot of the apps, but not this one. I mean, on that one that we've got for the grill down there in Florida. Yeah, it works on ours. And that's yeah. the only thing that works on there. Of course, you can't, you can't set the temperature, but you can see what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's good and hot now. 
Yeah, you can't touch and, the top of it. To answer your question, yes, the dinners are already made up. I made them up before the coffee club. That's why I was, well, not late, but a little later than I might have been. I was upstairs doing that. Now, you could even take those dinners like that if you wanted to and put them in some kind of dish or uh, something. Well, you take them out of the foil when they're done and put them on a plate. Well, you I'm could... Just, yeah. You don't have to, but you can. It's you could probably get by with making them in a foil square pan if you covered them really, really good. Yeah, you could. And to doing that, so now they're coming up and yep. the temperature is coming up. And, and when, it, when it actually gets to 350, button, button, timer, zero. she should get a So how many different versions of the grill with this? app work correctly with any of the wi-fi enabled traegers i don't know how many they have but any of their wi-fi grills would work with this app we happen to have a pro 780 but they've got all kinds of versions of it ironwood pro 279 and it just went up again so it's probably about 281 it's moving on now. So what happens when it gets to 350? I, Dave, if I'm right, you get a little beep and it says your grill is ready or something like yeah. that? Yeah, uh-huh. Shouldn't be too long now. I bet you can rock some pork chops or steaks on there. Yeah, and if you want to set the probe, you set it exactly the same way. I'm wish I could have shown that, but we're not doing something with a probe today, and I don't want to put a hole in my foil. No. So will it be hot, you putting those on the grill? Not, well, I mean, yeah, it'll be hot, but it's no different than putting something, food in a hot pan or something. It's not yeah, because bad. the grates, you know, the, the grill grates, they, they do get hot. So. They gave us a pull-out. It, this Traeger has a pull-out front shelf. It raises up sort of like a drop-leaf table would. Now, some of them have side tables. This one happens to have a front table. And because of all the trouble that we had and all the working with us they did, they offered me some stuff that we already had. And I said, well, I don't really need that. We already have one. But I'm wondering if you could, instead of that, give me a front shelf. And they said, oh, yeah, we can do that. So we got that's how we got our front shelf. Now, does the grill make a beeping noise at the grill site itself? Now, I mean, I know the app makes a beeping noise yes. on your phone. Does yes, it, make- it does. It does. And then the other thing, too, is when you shut the grill down, you can shut it down with the app. I usually, I'm usually by the grill whenever we take the stuff off, and I'll manually shut it down just by pressing it on the knob and hold it for about four seconds. And- but you can double tap shut down. Yeah, you can. Now, I noticed on mine, and I think it works... On the Pit Boss, you can actually start it from the Android phone. I believe. I don't. I don't. I, I can't answer that. I don't know. <coughs> I had heard you could, but you know. I know you can't from the iPhone. But you can from the Android. You know why that is? I don't know. Oh, it's hard to tell. Grill heat, grill heat, bleh. let me try this again. Grill preheat complete is what my phone just said. 
And so it's up to 350 and Yeah. And you so, can check it, you know, to see by swiping. You can just right. swipe. So when will get, you go? After the coffee club and put the foil on? Yeah, pretty 1030. Well, I might run up and do it before then, but I don't know um, if there's any. Pam Francis had her, has her hand raised. Okay. I don't know if it's about the grill or not, though. I'll, I'll, I'll get you. Pam, can you unmute yourself, please? Yes, hello. Yes, it is about the grill. I kind of thought um, maybe it might be because you raised your hand after we started. Yeah. Um, quick question. You were you had talked about using cooking spray. Can you use olive oil? Yes, you could use any kind of spritz oil. I would recommend a, a spritzer for it so you don't get too much, but yeah. And also, um, I know that when you put foil in the oven itself it doesn't get real hot just because it's foil is that still the case on the on this grill well if what you might yes but it i mean it gets hot eventually it gets hot enough to cook but what you might want to do in the oven is you might want to especially if you're just doing one you might want to put it on a cookie sheet too it might be easier to get out now on the grill i can pull the foil straight toward me Right, have it land on the front shelf on a cookie sheet, so it just might be easier. It's kind of like trying to get a pizza out of the oven that's not on a anything. It can be a little. Well, now, if if you're using a cookie sheet, can you use one of those silicone cookie sheets like they sell off QVC? Sure. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, you would just need you just put your foil pack on that. That would be fine. Yeah, we you use cook a pizza on that thing too. Yeah, we use silicone a lot. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. Have you ever cooked a pizza on there? On the grill, no, but we've seen it done. Yeah, you can cook a pizza. You could probably cook who knows what. Well, but. we have made a meatloaf on here on the Traeger. Burgers. And- oh, I bet that was good. It was good. With it, a little it, bit of smoke in it. Yeah, it, it turned out really good. But I've seen people make mac and cheese and all kinds of things like that on them. Just in well, a casserole I suppose if dish. you wanted to, you could bake like an oven. Well, you could. People have made cakes. Well, I've not done it, but I've seen it done. I'm not sure I'd want a cake on a grill, but... Well, you know. <laughs> uh, that'd be a little different. Yeah. Didn't you By the way, Chris, have you ever made these things called cake pops? My daughter likes to make them. I've not made them. I've eaten them. And they're good, but uh, she likes to, she loves to make those things. I, I, Personally, I think they're a lot of trouble, but... <laughs> that's what I would say. That, that, that's a lot of work. Yeah, for no more than you get. Yeah. We have a gluten-free person coming to our get-together uh, Labor Day weekend, and I just saw a recipe, and I wonder if anybody's tried it, for gluten-free cupcakes made out of gluten-free biscuit mix and gluten-free vanilla. I'm interested in trying those, and if they're any good, maybe I'll make some when she comes. You want to make some before she comes just to make sure that it tastes good? Or? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to make I've something I've never awful. seen much with gluten-free that tasted real good. But... Oh, that's probably about right. Well, I don't know. Being the Bisquick and all, it, it might work. I'm, it might. I'm anxious. It's their chocolate. I'm anxious to try them. Well, the pizza place uh, that I that I use, they have gluten-free pizzas. And I, and, and I have a friend of mine who uh, can't eat any, any of that, so it has to be gluten-free and it's not it's not that bad. I tried it. It's, it really isn't that horrible. Uh, and oh, you know, some of the buns are terrible. We, that's we tried true. some gluten free hamburger buns, and they were. Well, awful. I can tell you, the spaghetti is Ugh. 
it, it's like limp or something. I don't know how you describe it. It's of course it may depend on the brand. Mm. Yeah. And then I have a friend of mine who's what makes spaghetti squash. So then instead of having spaghetti, it's spaghetti squash. And oh, it's I like okay. spaghetti squash. It's I don't not think that I've bad. Ever had that. I don't think it's not bad. By the time you put the spaghetti sauce and everything on it, you can't. You really no, really, can't, you, you really can't almost tell. It really is not that bad, Jennifer. It really is. No, pretty it's good. not. Well, we this, pretty good. What this grill will do, you'll notice on any grill, uh, because they're thermostatically controlled, so, like, you may have it set at 350, and it may go 365, maybe. And then it'll drop back down. It may go down to, like, Three. It, well, maybe like what three fifty five to three forty five or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it'll it'll jump around because it it cuts off the pellets when it gets to the temperature. So when it cools down and then it thinks it needs to start again, it'll just bring it back up. Well, the other thing is if you, you wouldn't want it going like if it's 350 and it gets to 352. You wouldn't want that thermostat going on on and off all the time like that. So that's why they right. Have, have a wider range. Yeah, it has it has a range that all, all thermostats do. Even in in your house, you know, it'll your when your air conditioner comes on. If you have it set at seventy four, it might go to seventy. It may go to seven. It may go, get down to like seventy five before it, or seventy six even before it kicks back on again. Th- this has a little wider range than most thermostats like in your home oven or something but grilling and smoking are a lot more forgiving then what's the strangest thing you've ever cooked on the grill hmm. strangest thing we've ever cooked i don't know um i really haven't cooked anything that strange i guess the strangest thing would unless dave can think of something i forgot about would be baked beans or meatloaf and steaks pork chops yeah, but that's not strange. You ever cook? That's not strange. <laughs> How about ribs? We, we did cook? corn on the cob on there, really, and it yeah, comes out good. really good. How about ribs? You ever cook cross? Uh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, we, we did ribs. ribs. You ever cooked a pork shoulder like Tanya does? Yes, a couple, three times. In fact, I got my recipe from her. Yeah, because cook on that grill. I know she's, someone who makes pizza on the grill. She's um, got it down. You just can't you just can't beat the flavor that the I mean it's nice to have an indoor grill cuz you but uh, you know, I'm spoiled now. I'd rather yeah. have the real Remember I cooked those things on there. Remember those Jennifer? Oh yes. That was they were right so up. good. They were tender anyway and it was had just the right smoke. It was wonderful. Goes on. And she ate three of them. Since you only cooked two, I don't think I could eat three of them. Or one, and we split it. Wait a minute. I get tangled up in my headphones. He's all <laughs> tangled up and messed up. And It's live radio, folks. It's like Bob Dylan, tangled up in blue. Yeah. Well, I started to walk, and I had head, other head, pair of headphones on my ear. <laughs> Forgot. <laughs> we, you were outside there, and you go, hey. We didn't know if something was happening to you. Well, I don't know. The neighbor was doing something down there, and I don't know what they were doing. It made me nervous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell them the time you had somebody fire at the, was it the satellite dish? Okay. Yeah, I was I was um I, I was outside I heard this commotion and I, I went outside, it was about eleven o'clock at night. 
And across our from our driveway, there's a, a mobile home over there. <coughs> and uh, so I went to the went out to see what was going on, and the guy. Let's see. Uh, the guy shot his girlfriend, and then the there was another guy in the house, and he shot the guy that shot the girlfriend and killed her. And so, <clears throat> when the bullet got fired, one of them bounced off my satellite dish, and I was about three feet away from it. You never saw anybody run into the house so fast in your life. <laughs> How much damage did it do to the dish? Not much. Just a little dent. But I, was, I was standing about three feet away from that thing when it hit it. Oh, I bet That's... you ran. Uh, yeah. Hey, so we got scare about, anyone. Yeah. We've got about 20 minutes left. If anybody has any questions or things they want to talk about, um, I know, Jennifer, one of the topics we get the most on is books. Nobody says nobody ever discusses books. So if you've read a good book lately, Jennifer, you're our, I mean, I'm a ha- avid book reader too, and you are too. I always say the good thing about age is I can read some of the books over I've read before because I don't remember. <laughs> but we do like to read a lot. Um, have you been reading any good books lately? You've not had a lot of time lately, but have you any good books? Um, I read uh, one book that turned that I didn't think was going to be good that turned out to be really good by Chris, Kristen Higgins, is that her name? I yeah. think you read that book. It was called Now That You Mention It. Yes. And it was about this lady that, she was a doctor, and she went back to her hometown because she got hit, she got hit by the Oh, an exterminator's van, and she went back home to her hometown in the little island to recuperate, and and she ends up deciding she's going to stay there on the island, and she falls in love, and it was a really, it was a good book. I hadn't read a love story for a long time, because usually they're too sappy for me, and it was, it was good, because it wasn't... You know, for people that don't want to read all the sex scenes and all that, it wasn't anything like that. And it was just about her coming to terms with her life, I guess. It was pretty good. So you like to read, or you've switched over time to reading your books on the iPhone. Some people say they don't want to do that. Some people use, or a lot of people use, um, their Victor Streams to lead talking books i always found that to be a little slow but it's a it's a one way that you're not going to get bothered on your device maybe so much why are you using the iphone to read your nls books now partly because i um because you can download them so much faster and the app has so many features that you don't get if you use the Victor Stream. Like if you want to read, if, if you're a series junkie like I am and you're trying to find the books in the right order that Bard has and you want to read that series in the right order, there's an option on the, on the book that you can flick down and, and it'll tell you, give you the option to display all the books in the series and Bard's getting better now about putting books in series. 
They are getting a lot better about that, and and I have enough room on my phone. I can put several books on there, but, but it, they just download so fast. Just as an update, we have all three dinners on now. Oh, okay. We have the dinners going on. This is like picture-in-picture picture TV here this morning on the Coffee <laughs> Club. you got on one, one small corner of your screen, you have Chris and Dave putting on their foil dinners, and you have Jennifer talking about um, talking books over on the other part of the screen. And now we've got Fran. Fran has her hand, her hand raised. So. so bring Fran in. Okay. Can you unmute yourself, Fran? Here I am. Um yeah, I prefer, I used to read my books on my Victor stream, but uh, I much prefer to read them on my phone now. Um, the sound is, the audio is definitely better. Um, even with headphones on, the audio is better. Um, I don't know, I just, um, I hardly use my Victor stream anymore. I have it, and I use it mostly to, like, I'm going to do a radio recording or something like that. But, um, yeah, I mostly read and one of my uh one of the authors i really like right now is Kristen hannah um oh, written some good books yeah she has and have you right read now, firefly lane yeah i read firefly lane oh god i've read a bunch of them and um yeah that was the one i started with and what i think it's called the four winds oh the four winds yeah 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 that one's good um and right now I'm reading a book called All the Best People, and it's about this woman whose um, mental illness runs in her family, and she's having, you know, some uh, problems with, you know, hearing voices and different things. And you can see the – and she has a daughter, and she's kind of – you know, she wants to be there for her, but she can't hear her sometimes over the voices. And it really um, is interesting because it shows, you know, how things are kind of starting to go. Um, and it really describes her experience. And it's sad. It's, you know, it's not a happy, feel-good book. Um, but um, that's what I'm reading now. And it's pretty good. Do you find you I like to read books? I can't remember who wrote it, but there's a book I bet you would like that's called um, Best Friends Forever. Oh, yeah. That's, um, oh, what is her name? Jennifer Weiner, I think. I Jennifer Weiner. Really- there's a, well, I don't know if that was her, but Jennifer Weiner is a, a book I really like, or an author I really like, because a lot of her heroines are not, you know, like, skinny and beautiful and blah 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 she's had you know heroines that are uh plus size <laughs> you know and it's nice that the plus size woman gets the guy you know for a change instead of you know the skinny beautiful blonde you know? yeah <laughs> so being a plus size brunette i like that <laughs> this book was really good this woman meets this lady in the airport and they become best friends and she uh, one of them's married and the other one's not, and she decides the lady that's married wants to get just falling out with her husband, and she decides she wants to get rid of him. Ah, I don't know. That sounds familiar. That sounds very familiar. So We do, we do have one more hand raised from Julie McCullough. Okay. Stay yeah. right there, Thank though. you, Fran. Hey, Fran. Sure. Stay right there because yeah. you may be coming back. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I'm not going keep anywhere. her on, Jeff. Can you unmute yourself, Julie? I am. Go ahead, Julie. Go ahead. 
All right. Well, <clears throat> I like to read books on my iPhone because, hey, you've got your phone with you anyway. Anyhow, if you're somewhere and you're waiting in the car for a while or waiting somewhere, you can just read it because you've got your phone with you always anyway if you're going somewhere. So it's just very That's part of the reason that I started using my phone. Plus, I didn't have to carry. There was a time when if I had the house phone, my Victor Stream, and my phone, I had three or four things I had to carry just to go out on the porch. Right. Yep. Do you yep. find you read books when, do you like to read books at night, Julie? Do you like to read them during the day? Do you have a certain time you like to read your books? Um, no, not necessarily, but I, I don't get as much much reading done as I'd like to for some reason, but um, partly because right now we're working, this year we've been working on some projects, um, and and during the, during the school year we had lots of meetings. I mean, it was practically a full-time job to be on, on, um, on the committee, um, which was wonderful, though, and... Um, and now we're working on some things with our where we live because we do not have very good management. Um, and so we're working on some things, which include a newsletter and trying to plan some activities and things like that. But um, I, what I, but I am involved in in Sunday school, and I take my turn at teaching a class, and I am in a book club for United Methodist Women. And at least once a year in the NFB at large chapter that I'm in from Iowa, uh, we we have a book to read. And um, so now, what my Victor or my <laughs> the books that I have for UMW Book Club and for Sunday School, most of them are not on Bard, and most of them I get from Kindle. And those I used to hook up to my tablet, but now my Kindle books will not read that way, um, you know, to read them in Braille, because um, I really prefer to read books in Braille. But um, I do listen to some, you know, to some books from Bard on the phone, because I haven't been able to figure out how to get them downloaded so that they will read on my tablet. I think I found something where I have to authenticate my tablet with Bard. I'm not sure what that is. Um, but I helped somebody yesterday to learn how to use one of those book readers that NLS has been sending out in some states to people to try. Oh, the Braille displays, yeah. Yeah, and um, and the one that she has is a humanware one that kind of kind of is, is a little bit like my tablet. Um, so I looked at something on Bard about it, something on YouTube, and looked at her her material and was able to help her get started with it. Yeah, and before we bring Fran back in the discussion here too, um what do you have an what kind of tablet is it? It's a Braille Note Touch. Oh, Jenny can tell you about that. Okay, cuz I have not been able to figure out how to download the the Bard books onto it to read them in Braille. I thought I knew how to do it, but I don't, and it just shows up as Braille dots. <laughs> Jenny, can you help her out with that a little bit? Well, when I did it before, I I went and downloaded, I went to the website, to the Bard website, and downloaded the Braille books that I wanted to get, and then I had a, I found a, a program that would unzip the books, and I 
and then I would unzip each each book and copy it onto my, put it on my card so I could read it that way. And you had to open each volume individually. Okay, so you cannot download them directly to your tablet and use the, and just open them and read them. No, you have okay. to unzip it until until they fix the the Bard app for Android so that it'll let you browse through the app and do it. You have to do it that way. But that's supposed it's, to. You be see, fixing. I have downloaded them on my phone and then tried to tried to connect it with my tablet, and it wouldn't do that. Right. No, it's not. Well, if you could put to... it in terminal mode and connect it with your iPhone and do it that way, and you could read it. Because you'd be using iOS to read it instead of yeah, Android. that's what I, that's what I was trying to do, but I couldn't get it to do it. Right, but that's going to change here fairly soon, hopefully. Okay. And the problem is not your tablet; it's the Bard working with Android. Now they've hired a new developer who is working on the Android problem. The other thing that's going to happen with Bard is they're coming out with an a A-L-E-X-A skill that you're going to be able to use and read your books from your um, Echo. Echo. Uh Or Dot or whatever the case may be. But the help is on the way for your Android and you will be able to do that. No, I have been not promising been it for a while. Yeah. Okay, I haven't been able to help my friend to download books yet. She got they sent her a cartridge with it. Yeah. And she just wants to try to read some of the books on her cartridge first just to get started. Um, she's a a very slow braille reader and to kind of coordinate the using the thumb keys and all that. Right. Um, with the reading, Even, she got started and was right. doing pretty good. But I, so we haven't I haven't seen how you actually so, download Did you the like the display? Huh? Did you like the display? Yeah, the display's all right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's all right. But for her, it was hard. I, I was used, using some keys. She was not. So um, that was kind of a process. Well, where do I go to, to find the rest of it? Well, you know, push the middle right one thumb key and you'll get the rest of it. Um, so just getting that coordinated for her. But once she kind of got the hang of it, I think she'll... She'll do all right, but rail reading is very slow for her, and so she wanted <coughs> she wanted one of those to motivate her so that she could learn to bra- to read braille better enough to enjoy it. Um, yes. But we haven't worked on the downloading of books because she's going to read a few of the books that are on the cartridge first, and then figure out, and then we'll figure out how to download them. Because you can load those directly onto the, the readers, yes. Yes. Okay. The reader's design is supposed to be designed so that you can do that, so that okay. it'll download them directly to the reader. Okay. So I'll be anxious to see how, how that part works. And, yeah. So that, but I wish they would fix it for Android, because I, right. I really, I still like to read, um, to read Braille books. And I, also, you can get, do you use um, Easy Reader with Bookshare? No, I have not. I I'm I'm supposed to be getting signed up with Bookshare, but I wasn't able to do it, and I haven't gotten around to writing them the letter to tell them I have had them in the past, and could they please help me get in? 
because it was not it was not working for me to be able to sign up with Bookshare. They were having some problems for a while. They, those might have cleared up by now, but they were having some problems for a while. That'll be good for you too. That'll give you a new range. Well, once once yes. you get signed up with that, you can use that Easy Reader Plus app on your on your um, touch, and that works really well with. Bookshare, if you want to read in Braille, because you have the choice. I don't know that I've seen the Easy Reader app. I, I'm not sure if I've seen that on there. I don't have, I don't have a, the newer version of the Braille Note Touch, but maybe it is there, and I just haven't had a reason to use it and haven't seen it. But oh, I, it's not. It may not. Yes, I don't think it is on the older one. Okay, but it's a it's a nice thing to be able to open up. But you can even do that on your iPhone, too. Yeah. With, okay. with books here. Let's see how much time we got left here, Jeff. Okay. Well, it is now got about 10.58. Three minutes, and I wanted to say I did go in and set the timer for the grill, which I've never done before. And it works the same as the temperature. You just swipe through the hours. When you get to 10, then you keep swiping and you swipe to the minutes and you just set it for whatever you want. So how long is that going to cook for, uh, Chris? Probably about 45 minutes. So when you set the timer, does that shut the grill off when it gets to the end of the time or just tell you that it was No, done? I think it just tells you that the time is up. Like I said, I've never done that before because I've never needed to because we usually use the probe. Right. So I've never used the timer until today. Yeah. Well, you guys can keep going here for a couple minutes. I'm having some little glitches with the computer. So. Okay. Well, it's, become, it's becoming contagious. I, I gave it to you, Tim. I'm sorry about yeah, that. I had that it's problem, your fault, I had problem I the other day, too. Actually, we had, some, quick. we had some glitches. Go ahead, Bill. Well, real quick, Jeff just is leaving with his helicopter, Chris. Get your landing pad ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could be eliminated, Bill. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> You yeah. are going to get we have a more, great big driveway. You're going to get more book talk here on the Coffee Club too, Fran. We appreciate your input, Julie. Uh, if you guys want more, we've been promising this for a a long time. That may be a another type show. But if there's any interest in reading books or book clubs or discussion of books, because there's a lot of people that like to read, so that's one thing we can do um, right here on The Legend. You were going to say about your glitch. Yeah, we, we they were talking about glitches and we had a couple of Zoom glitches here, but our internet was good, so it must have been somewhere in the universe. <laughs> what, I, what happened was all of a sudden JAWS just stopped working. And it, it, I don't know what the problem was, and uh, I, but I was able to finally get NVDA to load in and once I got that to load, and I was able to figure out that Jaws had had uh, something happened with Jaws, and it it, it stopped working, and it, it it wasn't even on running on my machine, so I had to re- restart Jaws again, which I don't like doing. But we'll blame it on the weather. The weather, yeah, yeah, might as well. Good as anything else. That's true. But uh, yeah, we. By the way, uh, tomorrow is the day, so June twenty fourth, when Microsoft is going to talk about. Their new, well, what do they call it? Windows 11? Is that what that, that's what they're going to call it? Or I don't know if it's going to be a game changer, but it's going to be something that they're going to talk about tomorrow. So we'll probably it's hear more about hype. that. Yeah, weeks. hype, 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 hype. It's a lot of hype, Jeff. 
It is. All they're doing is redesigning it visually to make it look a little bit different, but I don't think that there's anything that's super spectacular about it. Except maybe wonder what re- that'll do to all the screen readers. Well, we'll find your out. guess is as good as mine, Jennifer. I can't tell you that either. I, it always worries me when they say, we're going to have a new design that's going to look better. Um, well, it could... You know, that was a problem. Yeah. Yeah, but it, I mean, in fairness, Windows 8, 8.1, and 10 all worked out of the box with screen readers, so I think they've got was, that down. I, I was going to mention that they have um, Narrator, which has vastly improved in the last few years. And uh, so they probably at least make it work with that. <laughs> Well, they've just, I didn't even, I haven't used Narrator in such a long time that Bill was the one that said, oh, you, you really don't know, you don't know how to use Narrator? Well, I never use it that often. But I guess they changed the keystrokes in Narrator so they more mimic the screen readers. So oh, that's, yeah, Narrator's that's kinda... not bad. I mean, I've, I've set up whole new computers with Narrator or before I could get to NVDA. So, yeah, it works. Yeah, you know what? It's good and bad. It's got great the Braille support is awesome, but the problem is it breaks it for everything else, every other screen reader. So I hope they get that resolved. And let's hope they fix some issues. Bluetooth with Braille displays is not very good right now, so hopefully they'll fix that. So, And, Mike, I don't have to worry about using IE anymore because I found the program that I could use for RSS. It's a website called Newsblur, N-E-W-S-B-L-U-R.com. It works quite well. It does have some clickable elements or areas that you got to use without, but it, but for the most part, it works great. And I, all my news feeds now are on Newsblur, and I can, I can, uh, I don't even. I, it works with the Chromium browsers quite well. I don't, I don't use Edge, but it works with Brave and it works with Google Chrome. So it works well. I pay thirty six dollars a year for it because it gives you unlimited access to the feeds. There's no restriction on how many stories you can have online and and catalog, and it, you can save stories, you can share them. Uh, remove ads? Uh, yeah, I don't think I didn't see any ads, so well, it'll be worth it then. I mean, otherwise, I, would, I don't know. But if it removes the ads, then and I have to give a shout out to you if you want an RSS reader for um, iOS, Lyrae is really good. It's another good one. And by the way, like this loose floor works on iOS, Android, and any bra- on all the browsers. So yeah, a good app. Hi, kitty, kitty. I hear a cat. Who's cat's in? Is that that sounds like Flash? Jeff is so scared of those cats. No, 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 that's not Princess. I can tell you that. <laughs> She's six feet under somewhere. I don't know, but uh, not her. That's Flash. I'm guessing Flash is hungry. Just did you uh, did you did you shift to give him a shot, Chris? Chris or what? Yesterday. Oh. He got downstairs, and I brought him in the studio because that's the only way I could catch him. <laughs> He's really happy about it too. Yeah, you can tell. Tim, are you ready? (laughs) I am, finally. (laughs) He is ready. He's ready, so I will... Let me swing over here and hit a button right here and say, thank you guys for everything. Always a good show, and thank you, thank you, and everyone. Have a great week. Again, thank you, Chris, for your help.